0: Hi, it's Pete Price, and my podcast this week is with Susan Holder. Now, let me tell you about her. She was a producer of Loose Women. She is a journalist. She's a very talented lady. But she's written a book called "Shake It Up, Beverly," and she's married to Noddy Holder. So, why not listen now to my wonderful podcast with Susan Holder, "Shake It Up, Beverly." Liverpool life. The thing that's making me laugh, the best thing, when you sent me the book, and I'm looking at the picture now, do you know what the first thing I did? Oh, go on. So you've got on the front cover of this book, ladies and gentlemen, is this beautiful lady standing on one (laughs) step with her hands up in the air, and there's a background, and I went, The hills are alive! (laughs) Of music. <laughs> it no, it looks like Julie Andrews. She does from the look fire. on the like on the top of the mattress. It did, I like, just started. Yeah, to a, I
1: laugh. suppose there's a hint of that, but she's in front of the Liver Building. And <laughs> if you look very really closely, she's dancing across what looks like a, a zebra crossing as well, with a bit of a, a ah. Tint there yeah, as but well.
0: that's that's with me glasses on. With me glasses on. <laughs> Love it, is my I music love it. I It's not
1: rain on the cover, either.
0: Thank you for joining <laughs> us tonight on the show. It's a
1: pleasure.
0: So you've done it all, haven't you? Journalist, uh, <laughs> involved with uh, loose women, because that's a an iconic program. That and that's yes. going to be a hard uh-huh. program to work on because you've got a lot of very strong women.
1: It's a lot of women in one place, it is. A lot of very talkative women with opinions. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a great, great experience. I did it when it was in Manchester, actually. Yeah. So it's a few years ago now yeah. when it was based out of Manchester. And, um, yeah, it was, it was very exciting to work on that kind of a show. It was very um, very intense every day. You never knew what was going to come in and what, we, what you were going to talk about. And, yeah, very, very exciting. I was a, the series producer for that yeah. for, for a little while. <laughs>
0: Susan, before we talk about the book, let's talk about journalism because uh, you are a trained, proper journalist, and I find <laughs> these days there's an mm. awful lot of people out there that say they're journalists who have a go and, and not. And social yeah. media has changed writing was, completely, hasn't it?
1: It has, hasn't it? And it, and I think it's very scary as somebody who mm. was um, who was trained as a journalist, and and know that you have to be very careful about what you put. in. Check your facts, and you can't believe everything that you you hear or you read. We were always taught to kind of get it from more than one source and make sure that our facts are correct, and and not just kind of you know follow the, the the rules very closely. And now there's so many people writing about things um, and letting stories kind of develop that that aren't checked and posting opinion as fact. It, it's very it's a very different different kind of time to. to to think
0: about with all that kind of thing going on i think it's quite scary if you just joined us i'm talking to susan holder about a new book which came from the original stage play Uh, tell us about the play and tell us the story about the book
1: Yes. So I wrote the play um, when the story that's in the book was was started as a play and it was called Shake It Up Baby. The book now is called Shake It Up Beverly. It's about a a woman in her 50s who's a single mom and tries internet dating for the first time with both hilarious and disastrous results. Um, She's a massive Beatles fan. She lives in Liverpool and she's She's so into the Beatles and has got so many kind of things about her that people find out about that she gets known as Beatles Bev. Um, She actually lives in a house that's got a very strong connection to one of the Beatles, actually. Um, And... um, when i wrote the play i never imagined it was going to be a book i i wrote it as a play it was on at the unity theater in liverpool it got great reaction i then did it a bit in manchester and we were due to do a uk theater tour with it um and then of course the pandemic struck, and so that was all put on hold it may come back um but i had always wanted to write a book and i had a deal with harper collins um, and yeah, I transformed my play in, into a book, and so everything that was in the play is in the book. But obviously, the book you could go so much further. It's got more characters, more backstory, and yeah. So that's that's how I spent lockdown with writing a lot, and, and that that was that was great for me.
0: Now I've got to ask: you're a married uh, lady, um, yes, so you had to do the research for the book. Did you go on the dating apps? <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> you know. I, t- luckily no, it never really occurred to me I, and as I'm a married lady I mean, how, how on earth do you think that would go down a conversation <laughs> with my husband who is Noddy Holder but um, whoever he was if I just kind of said oh yeah no I'm on a dating app for research purposes I, I can't see many people putting up with that can you also the main reason I wouldn't want to do it what if I put my profile up and I didn't get a swipe or a, <laughs> a, a hit or whatever. You, oh, oh, my God. I, I don't, I, I, if I don't need to do that, why would I put myself through that? Yeah. I do, however, have a lot of friends who have um, done internet dating. T- and that's kind of where the story, kind of and the ideas came from. The, the whole idea of the story came about, funnily enough, my, Bev in the story is an empty nester. My son had just left home to go to university. In Liverpool, I was coming over to Liverpool a lot. I obviously had been there before, but I'd never been there as regularly and as much. And I completely fell in love with the place and just got very inspired by the people and the places. And um, and at the same time, my friends were talking to me about dating horror stories. And the two things must have just got wound up in my mind and out came the story um, that, that turned into Shake It Up Beverly. And that that's kind of what it's all about. And her story then kind of goes into places where... Her love life gets so crazy that she gets talked about on daytime television. So, you can, so again, oh, the, the things in your... They say so yeah. right nice about what you know. So yeah. all the different factors of my life started to kind of all come together, I think, and, and round themselves up into that story.
0: What did your husband say when he read the book?
1: He, um, well, he saw the... He's seen the play, obviously, and... Um, he, yeah, no, he loves it. He, he does love it. He does think, I mean, rom-coms aren't necessarily his thing usually, but that's what's good, I think, about the book is it's, it's got so much music information. I've written a lot of stuff that kind of weaves the story of the Beatles and a lot of things, facts and information about the Beatles in and around the story. What I wanted to do because I wanted to read it and I couldn't find it, so I decided to write it. I wanted to write a rom-com for Rock Chicks. I wanted it to be something that actually... I mean, you know, it, it is it is something that I think would appeal to people, even if you don't usually like a rom-com. You might like it because it's got that kind of a vibe. I like to go and watch rom-com movies that have got a killer soundtrack and you come out kind of, you know, dancing down the street and you've got that kind of energy about you. I wanted the book to have the same kind of feel and obviously, you know, for Nod music is like a big thing and he loves the Beatles so he gets a lot of them and he helped me with some of the research. Yeah, I could fact check quite a few things with him, which was really useful So, uh, but he's not down as co-writer. That doesn't happen. <laughs> but, but, um, but, he, uh, but he did, obviously, he was really helpful on that.
0: Well, you are a rock chick, aren't you? So
1: <laughs> I'd like to be.
0: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Tell me, how long did the 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 play, the book, uh, from beginning to end? How long?
1: Oh well, yeah. I mean, th- th- funnily enough, the the, pl- the it didn't take long to write. Uh, the theatre doesn't. Uh, for me, I'm quite as a journalist. I'm used to fast deadlines. I'm used to turning copy around. Mm-hmm. I can work very quickly. I can write quite fast getting a play on takes forever that's a very very long process similarly with the book i wrote the book when i sat I, I took about five, four or five months which isn't actually that long for a 90,000 word book i don't i don't know it's difficult to know who to compare to i i, I yeah i don't know anybody else i don't i'm not i am not asked that question really else, how long does it take to write whichever book it could take years it could yeah. i that's quite fast i think um, but then trying to kind of get it away and get a deal that took a long, a longer time. But um, I, w- I was very fortunate to um, to subs- um, submit the Harper Collins um, one more chapter at Harper Collins, and they loved it. And I was I was very, I was very lucky there. But um, it, 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 I'm making it sound a lot easier than it was. I did kind of try for a long time to get an agent and i never got an agent so in the end i've gone to harper collins without an agent which is uh which suits me now fine but um but yeah i, ne- I never got an agent to, to kind of help me along the way it was, was quite a hard task
0: really yeah well you the, the good thing is as well uh, as well as being a journalist as well as being in television you're not stupid you know how hard the bit no you know how hard the business is You know, like you're mentioning agents. I mean you know there's
1: no shortcuts and the fact I mean, I've worked in television, I've worked in theatre, I've been around the music industry a lot. It didn't help me. You know what I mean? It doesn't help you to get, you still have to write a book and you still have to get all the, you know, and there's a lot of people out there writing books and there's a lot of kind of words to be read at the other end by people who are looking to publish you. And it doesn't matter what else you've done, if your book isn't what they want or it's not quite, Mm. you know, going to be right for them, they're they're not going to help you. They're not going to say, oh, yes, we're going to publish your book for any other reason than they think it's the right book that they want to publish at the right time. And that, you know, it was, I, having done all those other things i would say this is the hardest thing i've ever tried to do and now my book is just out i mean it came out as an e-book in january so that's a digital book so you can download it immediately onto your kindle or your ipad but it's not out in paperback till april although it's a you can pre-order it now um and it's just started to go out there into the world and i'm just starting to get feedback from people which is exciting and thrilling but as a, as a writer, you're very comfortable with the writing, but showing other people what you, you know, this is yeah. fiction is it's a different world for journalists. I'm used to banging out an article or a script and it doing its job and then you're on to the next thing this is a is a very different world for me to try and navigate now, but it's exciting it's it's thrilling i mean it really is i, I never thought it was actually going to happen that's the other thing it, I, I yeah it, it's just a dream come true.
0: I'm talking to uh, Susan Holder, who's got a brand new book out, which you can pre-order, uh, called Shake It Up Beverly. Tell me how you felt when they put the first copy in your hands.
1: <laughs> well, actually, you can see how I felt if you look at my Twitter or my Instagram, because um, they send you a box of books, um, that's what happened, which I didn't know. HarperCollins send you a box of books so you can see your proof for the first time. And uh, your, your 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 copy for the first time, and um they like you to video the opening to put it on social media, so i 've seen other authors i 've looked longingly at these videos of other authors opening their books, and i 'm like, "Oh, I wish that could be me and then I had my box, so I said to nod well you 're going to have to film me because i can 't just talk you upset the i can 't do it myself i yeah, can 't yeah. be done on filming. So there is quite a hilarious video of him videoing me and helping and hindering the process um, while while I open the book. So if you want to look at what I looked like when I saw my book for the first time, it's actually on my Twitter and on my Instagram. So, um, so yeah, but it was it was I don't know. It's just it, it's very hard to describe it was it's very unreal to see it i i've actually got it propped up on the shelf opposite on on on, on the the shelf opposite our bed above the tv at the end of our bed and i i'm I'm not watching the telly i'm looking at that book quite a lot when i'm when i'm sitting there in bed because i just can't believe that that what i've written is now something i can hold in my hand as a book it is it is it is crazy
0: i think it's great now you've got an array of children have they all read it (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, well, they've read quite a bit of it on the kind of route to it and the play. So, yeah, I've got two stepdaughters, Sharice and Jess. And, um, yeah, they, they they came to see the play and everything. Um, Django, my son, who was, as I said, was at Lipper doing sound technology. He knows my work very well because he's always worked as my um, sound person whenever I've done plays or anything like that. He comes and does a sound, so yeah, I don't think they've actually read the the book that's out now yet they haven't they haven't read it all yet because it's only just come out, mm. so the version that is out now, I'm still waiting for those um, T- tell yeah, me is
0: still... he is he a critic of yours is he is he critical or Django yeah
1: um he yeah no, I, you know, they, 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 yeah, but not critical i mean Django's a very good sounding board for me, actually, he knows me very well. He's very... I think because he went to Lipper, actually, he's trained as a sound engineer, but they're so collaborative at Lipper. Yeah. He was in, in his, And his girlfriend's an actress. He knows how things like that work. He's, he understands words and scripts, and he's a really good... He's the best sounding board I've got, actually. Nod is great, but he likes to see the finished version of things. So when I'm trying to kind of go, oh, I've just written this, can I read you a bit? He's like, no, 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 I want to read it at the end. Whereas Django, I can read bits too and talk about it. Whereas Nod likes to see the kind of finished thing. He doesn't want me to spoil it by kind of giving him bits and tidbits along the way. But for a writer sometimes, you have to talk about what you're doing. It's kind of part of the process. So I use Django for that quite a lot,
0: actually. (laughs) Now, what do you want people to do when they've read the book? What what do you want them to feel what 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 do you want them to take from the book
1: yeah that's a good question i think i want um it's called shake it up beverly because it's about somebody who's played it safe for a lot of her life but she decides she wants to shake it up a bit and kind of put herself out there and at at certain points in the book she very much questions whether that's a good idea and i want people to feel once they you know, while reading the book that maybe if there's something they want to try and do or something they want to achieve, maybe you should go for it. And even if it doesn't happen, what else has that happens as a result might be just as good or even better. And Yeah, and I want them to see... And I definitely want it to be an uplifting experience by the end of the book. By the end of the book, you should be rooting for Beverly and you should be thinking, yeah, go, girl, that's great, That's, that's good, and I could do something like that too, maybe. Maybe that's what I want them to think.
0: Do you think it's strong enough to be a film?
1: Yeah, I think it possibly is, actually, but that probably isn't my call. That's probably somebody else's call, but I know... P- the feedback that I have had from um, from Harper Collins actually was, you've written quite filmically. You've written, I think, because oh, wow. I've come from television yeah, yeah. and I've written scripts. I think I, in fact, that was the one note I had when I first submitted them. Kind of, I didn't have to do much extra work on it, but they did say to me, you tend to write. Scenes that with quite you know, and you, and you've got to kind of write about people's feelings a bit more because you write quite a lot of like people are going to watch it and it's action and and so that that is something that I think I have done and I think yeah I don't think it's I think it, I think it would lend itself to that kind of thing quite well I mean the the scene and the, I mean how beautiful would it be to see all the kind of those kind of the, the scenes I've set all around Liverpool from the top of the Liver Building. To um, you know, down Matthew Street mm. to the Anglican Cathedral, everything's there. It would be would be beautiful. I mean, it would be a great thing to see.
0: That's what I loved when I first spoke to you. You said a love letter to Liverpool, yeah. And
1: no, that, that was a, such a
0: that was just a magical statement. A love yeah, letter I to th- Liverpool. Yeah, I
1: definitely. I, did, you know, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Kind of. You, you don't set out in a yeah, way to do yeah. that kind of thing. But as I was doing it, I realised that's what I was doing, and I, I did feel that it's an, when I heard other writers speak about what they write about uh they've said things like oh I've heard people say oh it starts with the character but for me it did actually start with the place I did actually think I wanted I wanted to write something that was set in Liverpool and that was about Liverpool and that that kind of embodied Liverpool and then the character of Beverly and then the connection with the Beatles and everything kind of followed that it was Liverpool that was my main yeah. Inspiration, really. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's how it started.
0: I'm talking to uh, Susan Holder with a brand new book, Shake It Up, Beverly. Now, will Beverly have a different color dress on Beverly Mark II? Ooh.
1: <laughs> yes, probably. If there is a Beverly Mark II. yes, probably. But I do have another book that actually is due out later in the year, which is um, which has an Elvis Presley connection and is set in Memphis uh, at Graceland. So, um, and that's not about Beverly. That's another story completely. So, I think um, I've definitely kind of found a little bit of a of a, of a genre that, I'm, that, that I didn't set out to do, but I'm, I'm, I, I do seem to be sticking with this kind of musical yeah, rom yeah. com rock chick sort of theme at the moment. So, so yeah, that that's another book that I do have actually ready to come out next later later in the year, sometime. So that's. Yeah, that's Sometime in the summer, I think, but maybe later on. That's
0: another interview. Right. So, do we think there's going to be another Beverly? I'll put you on the I spot.
1: I know you have. I just you know, I don't... I really, I, oh, I don't know. Do you, well, maybe I should wait and see what readers think, and if that's what they want, I could mm. definitely do that. If that's what they want, then I would I would definitely look at that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think, I think she's a good enough character, yeah. that's for sure. Um, I haven't planned that yet, but that doesn't mean it's yeah. not it's not possible to do.
0: We have a mutual friend, I'm sure we've got a lot of mutual friends because we've been yes, in the business a long time, but Sally Lindsay uh, yes. put a picture up with the book. Has she read it yet? Because I know she's busy.
1: She has yeah, no, she, she, I, she started it, but it's not finished yet, so I don't have a complete verdict. But, um, but she, again, she's been very supportive. She knew all about the play, and, and Sally has been great. Um, and, yeah, I think, it, and I definitely think it's completely up her street. I know, I know she will be reading that, yeah. She's uh, she, she started it, and so she's loving it so far, but, I, but she hasn't finished it yet.
0: Susan, how can they get hold of the book?
1: So they can get it from everywhere that you would normally order a book online. It's on Amazon, so you can get that right now. If you order it uh, as an e-book be downloaded to your kindle or your ipad or however you look you you read digital um books um, but if you want the paperback you can pre-order right now you can order it right now and it'll be out in april um oh. yeah oh. and there's also going to be an audio book and that will be that's already been done by an actress and I know that will be available by the uh, end of
0: March as well. And that's all available, so it's all the usual places. I love audiobooks. I yeah. absolutely love well, driving you can do all, all the over things the country. at the
1: same yeah. hands-free, yeah. in the car, when yeah. you're walking, and yeah. doing the ironing, anything. Yeah. No, I
0: think they're great, absolutely great. Well, it's been our interview with you and you alone. I've got to ask just one question. How's the old man?
1: He's great. He's really good. He's in another room listening to me, and I shall go and find out how he
0: thinks I did. Oh, you did. You did well. Listen, he he could learn from me. If you're listening, Noddy, <laughs> you could learn from us. She's got it.
1: He always tells me I speak too quickly. <laughs> no, I love
0: it. I love the excitement in your voice. I love that. But I honestly, I'm I just. He wants to say, the hills are alive. I <laughs> love this picture on the book. Thank you so much for talking Thank to us. Pete. Thank
1: it's you, Pete. It's been
0: so a much. joy, a joy.
1: Take care.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed that, why not subscribe? Because you can hear all my podcasts. They're great. Liverpool live.